0: Alright, welcome to the Fish Podcast. I'm your host, David Arnold. With me, um, for the second time so far, his big-time podcasting career, we got Anthony Troya, Yo. Yep. Our main man over there, and joining us too for the first time, not his first time on the podcast whatsoever, uh, we have Steven Ossentosky, uh, the video guy himself. Steven, how you doing, man?
1: Doing well, doing well. How are you guys doing? I,
0: I feel pretty good. I think we have got a good crew here. Uh, yep. No, no Harry Hillman tonight, uh, but but you know, sometimes less is more, right? The, the Ewing effect, in effect here on the podcast.
2: That's Ewing right. effect, I love it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking my language here, man. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> we, we all we all hail from the um, Bill Simmons school of of sports blogging at some level. I think uh, Oh, Olak uh, right there, uh, guys. We're talking basketball, college basketball tonight. We've got uh, Michigan Big Ten Tournament, Jawan Howard's first world chance to establish himself as not just a great recruiting mind, but also a great X's and O's mind here. Uh, so we're going to talk some basketball, and then we'll talk even more basketball because the Big Ten uh, awards just were released within the past hour or two today. It's so, uh,
2: like 4 o'clock, I want to say, we Yeah, yeah.
0: We're, we're recording on Monday here, March 9th. Uh, so guys, let's let's... Dive right into it. Any thoughts on Michigan as a team as we wrap up the regular season? Steven, would you like to start first? Before I let Anthony, Anthony's like a like a dog on a leash right now. He's just running. <laughs> he is man. Home.
1: He's chomping at the bit. He yeah, is. I love I'll,
0: basketball, man. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll, ease, I'll ease us into it. So yeah, I mean, t- tough game against Maryland. You know, it was at Maryland. They had everything to gain. You know, a share of the Big Ten title. Um, you know, tough loss, eighty-three to seventy. It was a pretty crazy game. Um, Maryland was just hitting from deep. I mean, they shot 40% from three, 56% overall with a lot of uh, easy baskets at the rim. So um, pretty rough stretch here at the end of the season. So it feels shakier than I can remember in the past couple of years going into March. Obviously, you know, that's John Beeline effect. That's uh, We always seem to enter March really strong, especially going into the uh, the Big Ten tournament. That's when we peaked and we've had quite a bit more dips and valleys. So it's, uh, I'm feeling a little uneasy. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm a little worried about it, but,
0: uh, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. I, I, this is a, this is a free pass, right? This whole, this whole year. Yeah, exactly. But this is, this is the moment. This is the moment where it's like, "Ah, well, is it a free pass? We're going to have a lot of fun this year.
2: Can I, can I offer uh, a little stat that may ease your guys' attention coming into the tournament? Do it up. Um, I can't remember if it's from 2014 or 2013, but Michigan is 30-5 on neutral courts. Yeah. And that's including this year. And so. including
0: Juan Howard's reign, which we saw. They're, they're the,
2: undefeated this year on neutrals, too. So they, far.
0: Uh, thank you. And that includes a win over Gonzaga, and that also includes a win over last place ACC team, University of North Carolina, which I just uh, have to uh, throw that out there because
1: That's what hilarious. UNC what a crazy stat.
0: That that is a crazy stat. Yeah, let's focus yeah. on that stat, Steven. What are your thoughts when you hear that about neutral court?
1: <laughs> well, I was saying more crazy that, that North Carolina's oh. in last okay, place. Me too. I don't me too. I I haven't been alive since that's been that's since that's happened. Has I, it ever I, happened? I could not have been.
0: Has that ever ever happened before? I don't know.
1: It's a I, great question. Nineteen twenty nine or so,
2: you know, something crazy like yep. that, I would imagine. Yeah. There's
0: gonna know? be there's gonna be a day when Duke comes in dead last place in the ACC. One day, and that's going to be oh, an even more. Still my heart. I know. Oh, dude, I'll,
1: I'll be a seventy-year-old man, and then I'll just be like, back in my day, they never lost. Like, you know, I, I like, will be
0: every second. Of
1: <laughs> I'll be on a podcast right here, the same, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> same guys here. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll be like eighty-four
2: or something like
0: that,
1: yelling yeah. at you guys. You when,
0: when, when when we're all seventy, I think every <laughs> moment of our lives will be podcasted or, or live streamed. I'm sure. That's true. At this rate. But, uh, All right, yeah, yeah. Let's so, no so let's talk. UNC second st- was a crazy variable that we could never predicted when we beat them on oh. neutral court. Beating yeah. Gonzaga, still they were held healthy up. then too,
2: frankly. They yeah, were. They were. So,
0: but beating Gonzaga held up. Beating Oregon held up. This, no, we lost Oregon.
2: Oh, we'll, overtime. overtime loss. Who was
0: who? Who was the other? Creighton. Creighton is the win I'm thinking of. Uh that was great.
2: They player. just tied for a share of the Big East. Yep.
0: Unbelievable. Mm. Also, the Big East is a lot of fun. I know it's like a different version, but like they're still, that's a really fun conference still. Anyway, Steven, when you hear the neutral court stat, what does that, how does that make you feel?
1: It doesn't do much for me. I mean, I think the only other neutral site game was at Madison Square Garden, which was essentially a home game for Rutgers. Um, But I mean, it's still a good stat. You know, it shows that. You know, it was tough to win on the road for all Big Ten teams. I think historically tough this year, but um, it was so long ago. All those games where, like, like North Carolina, like we didn't know who North Carolina was. Obviously, we figure that out now. Um, Teams are just so drastically different now than they were at the beginning of the season. I don't think it really matters. I'm just happy it's not going to be any away games. And it didn't feel like a home court advantage for Michigan was that big of a deal, you know, like it's, it's not an atmosphere that other teams may miss. So it, I don't think it, it will have as big of an effect. I'm just happy that, uh, that, that, I guess not happy that Michigan's home court advantage isn't that big of an advantage, but it's going to feel very familiar going into a neutral court uh, advantage because of how, you know, Chrysler isn't necessarily a hostile environment that they got used to playing in. So
0: Anthony, I I have some thoughts, but I'll let you have the floor. If you want, if you want to say anything first, Uh, well, Yes, it was a
2: while ago, but a lot of them are from these same players. That's what—that's when the stat started from. I'm sorry, it wasn't until the thir- it was Tuske and Simpson. It was their senior year. That's where I saw it. I'm sorry, I totally biffed on freshman, that. Freshman,
0: freshman year, freshman
2: year. Since their freshman year, 18, they were part of their thirty and five. That's right, because I saw it during oh. the senior day and stuff. I'm sorry, I just kind of, no, It's just kind of well so, so that's on that that's, set, but,
0: that's what I was gonna say is yeah. yeah, whether it was from that year or the year before or the year before but still that, these players have done it. These that's what these guys have a certain instinct about them. Um and it started, you know, it started with that Zach Irvin, Derek Walton senior team that was very lethargic. I mean, frankly, those two guys were borderline lethargic their entire career until that senior year run. But but it's like they showed Xavier uh, and Teskey, and eventually the next year, how to win on neutral court. On the neutral court, and it's like they really haven't forgotten that sense. Uh, they've been dominant on the neutral court forever. And that is something that's just so bizarre. Like it, you look at, it, I feel I feel more comfortable watching Michigan on neutral court than I do at home, which yeah. is to Stevens point. Definitely, uh, which is just so weird. It's just yeah. so weird, but it's awesome. It's awesome. They they just well, they have this vibe about them that there's just so I kind of have a theory about it though. All right, give me your theory.
2: The university the fans travel. So, a lot of times they have a little more fan usually in NCAA tournament. Like, remember last year they were in LA, they took they, it it sounded like a Michigan home game. You're totally at right. Certain yeah. Points, yeah. You know, I mean, no matter where you go, you I mean Every time I fly, somebody says something about the Michigan hoodie I'm wearing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, everybody has stories. Everybody knows. If you're a fan, you know this stuff. You what, know.
0: What is the thing? Was the motto they preach? Stephen at the school: like, "Go Blue, wherever you go." Right? I think it's something along those lines.
1: Yeah, wherever you go, go blue. Yeah. That's yeah, that's right. that that sounds like the commercials I've heard. That's yep. right.
0: That's right, and that's exactly. I mean, it is. The fan base is just so large. It's a global brand. Is yeah. it? international brand, and th- and that plays well when you're in L.A., when you're in New York City, when you're in the Bahamas. Hell, even in,
2: I would say even in between. Yeah, you know, right, right. So They're right. playing a game in Omaha, you know. So definitely, they,
0: and, and the team definitely feeds off of it. And every once in a while, you get something like Tim Hardaway Sr. in a little uh, beanie hat cheering on the team. That's always fun too. Breaking out those <laughs> yeah. celebrities in March. It's about that time. I, I think we're going to have some fun celebrities come out to Juwan Howard's and NCAA tournament games. So yeah. if they make the Sweet 16 or the Elite 8, you gotta imagine, like those Fab Five guys, are gonna start creeping up to, to the front even, court,
2: Even more than that. And,
1: yeah, I, I, oh
0: yeah,
2: yeah, Say LeBron's got a day off and he's he's around where they're at. Say they end up in the West Region and they're by LA and LeBron's got a day off. Don't don't kid yourself. He'll
0: show up. Wait, no, no, we're never gonna get Bron. Well, maybe you th- you think do you no, think guys think Bron- You guys think we'd ever see Bron in a Michigan gear? Think we could ever see no, Michigan? Year?
2: Uh, unless they started winning, because that dude's a total front
0: right. runner. Or unless Bronny Junior. Yeah, finishing. it'd have to be yeah. Bronny. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I uh, can uh, see him committing though, because he he respects the hell out of. John I could Florida. see
0: Zaire. I, I well, I think Bronny's off to Duke or Kentucky. Kentucky's already got that auto scholarship for him. There's no doubt.
2: In my life. <laughs> I mean, er, I, I'm pretty sure the entire world's got. Yeah, that. oh for sure, for sure. Games, bro. Um, All there's right, guys.
0: Let's. Paid. So so Michigan is rolling into the tournament. This is a weird. A, it's a weird league. I think it's already well established that this year's Big Ten conference is like maybe the deepest conference of all time when it comes to just like quality, good NCAA teams. No, nothing elite, but nothing you know really in the in the bottom seller among the top twelve teams. You know, Northwestern and Nebraska can kind of go off in their own corner. But even teams like Rutgers, all good, right? So we're rocking into the NCAA tournament. Um... Not on a particularly hot stretch. Just lost to Maryland. However, we're playing Rutgers to open up the Big Ten tournament this next week. Um, Before we get too much in the Rutgers-Michigan game, which is the 8-9 seed Big Ten conference game, what's your favorite memory of the Big Ten tournament over the past couple years? Because we've had some really good ones. Is there anything that sticks out specifically? You know, more than just the generic playing off runway and then winning the tournament. That was a pretty crazy moment in time. But any particular game or shot or moment that, that really sticks out for you guys? Yeah, go, Anthony. All right, uh, I think definitely. I you for raising your hand, by the way. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, well, well I don't know, whatever. Mr. Troya, <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, no, for me it was Teske going crazy in the, uh, in the Purdue championship game uh, just because it was like, the future you could see him like coming into his own because you know he was mo's backup in 18 and he just kind of went off and you're like you know you start doing the monty burns (laughs) excellent for next year because you see him like you know picking and rolling and being the role guy so it's just like yeah this is gonna be great him and simpson seem to have a chemistry together so i i just enjoyed the hell out of that plus uh if i remember correctly i was making spaghetti dinner that day and it was pretty awesome
0: what an italian (laughs) Well,
1: what a hilarious. weird memory. What a weird <laughs> yeah, that, recollection. Here's
0: the thing. I remember
2: like everything. That's the problem.
0: That is, That's what, but that is one of those things that you kind of, sometimes you just put yourself in a time and place and you remember it. Steven, any any moments in time like that? Were you making tofu at any specific moment in time? Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you running a marathon or ultra marathon no. or whatever, whatever you do these days? No,
1: no, no, no. I do remember that whole, uh, man, what was it? 2017 run, um, it was the – I think it was the semifinal game against either Michigan State or Wisconsin. I can't remember. But I was at the uh, spring training facility in in Scottsdale for the weekend uh, watching the Cubs. And I remember watching that from uh, the lounge. Uh, and that was pretty awesome. But I think specifically seeing Derek Walton just take charge of that entire tournament. I think he won the tournament uh, MVP or whatever yep. that award is. But, man, dude, he was – He was unconscious. Like his step back three game was just his three
0: point
2: shot, were just so great. I mean, like sixty percent from three in that tournament or something crazy like that. His three
0: point shot in college just looked very smooth. It looked a little like, it it didn't look supernatural. But man, when he would just put it up, his I think if I remember correctly, his his foot that was the same foot as his hand they shot from so like he'll lead with his right foot and shoot with his right hand and and it looked a little weird but it was just so solid and i gotta say for me because the big 10 tournament is just so separate from the NCAA tournament and the regular season so like you can kind of separate them out uh in different ways which i think is pretty cool and unique to college basketball a i know i said not the runway thing but i remember being in a local ice cream shop, the Spotted Cow. If you guys are from from this area of Michigan, in uh, the Adrian, Tecumseh Ann Arbor area, uh, watch. I was a teacher at the time. We went on a field trip, uh, and I'm sitting there with with one of my coworkers, and we're watching the Michigan Illinois game on one of our smartphones while we're eating ice cream with the kids, and they're wearing their practice jerseys, right? So we're wearing the practice jerseys, uh, because of the whole plane incident. Uh, you know, I was at I was on a field trip, so it's like, oh, we can kind of do this right now. Let's watch this. And just watching them play the heck out of the game, uh, you know, the Mara days, Derek Walton days, uh, and also Zach Irvin being just like the largest enigma ever, right? In in my rankings of all-time great Michigan enigma basketball players, you got Mitch McGarry number one, and you got Zach Irvin number two, right? It's mm-hmm. like It's like guys who you knew could be great, but just never could fulfill that potential. Well, Zach, Irvin had the
2: back injury. The back injury killed him. He he couldn't. Yeah. He could barely dunk anymore. Well, and that was Michigan. the thing is like that was the problem. He remember his freshman year, he could he could well, hammer it down. Zach, a little Zach bit, Irvin was back like injury.
0: Zach Irvin might be the highest rated basketball player we've ever had come to Michigan. I don't I, I don't know for sure, but I know Glenn Robinson. No, Gr
2: three was higher than yeah.
0: Me. But he he rose through the rankings so crazy much. Yeah, yeah. but that's how you end, not how you start. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> right. But Zach Irvin, I think, was the most hyped consistently made Mish McGarry too. Uh regardless though, he came in so highly ranked and just was such an enigma. Until that Big Ten tournament run, it was like all of a sudden he hit every game winning shot, every shot the same way Derek Walton did. And that was just such a cool memory. It totally redeemed his legacy in a big way for me. Right. Yeah. I, it, it kinda same way as Derek as Devin Gardner, where I never I never hated him and I will never hate him, but the whole time I was just like, oh something's just not clicking in the way I really hoped it could be. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. those are my favorite memories. I, I love the Big Ten tournament. I think the Big Ten tournament is really fun. It's a great time. Um, this know, year's like,
1: gonna be insane, man. Yeah, <laughs> like just okay. looking at the field, it's just gonna be it's gonna be wild. It's
0: a bloodletting. Like, you just don't know. And that that's also a nice thing is you know remember <clears throat> Cam Chapman hitting the game winning shot for Michigan a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh. I was
2: watching that at work when I definitely shouldn't have been watching that at work.
0: <laughs> Michigan desperately needed that shot to make the NCAA tournament. right? They desperately needed to win one or two games. It's very nice this year that they don't have to win a game. It'd be great for seeding, but, but it puts a lot of the pressure off. And I think when you have the pressure off the team, a lot of great things can happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see how Juan Howard plays this this week because this is his real first chance to... Show he's made of, more or less, as a coach, I think. Uh, of course, it's a free pass. Let's we'll talk about that. You guys think uh, the team is going to beat Rutgers in the first round. What were your thoughts, Anthony?
2: Well, I mean, playing it, I know it's cliche as all hell, but uh, beating the team three times is difficult. It definitely is, but they seem to have Rutgers' number a little bit. And the last few times they played them, they've been a little shorthanded for one reason or another, uh, for the most part, but... I think they could beat them, especially because it's not on their side of the country this time, for damn sake. You know, we're, we're <laughs> going to be an Indy. We're going to have more people there, I would assume, anyways. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think they, if, if, they, if they can just get out of their funk and shoot 32% from three, 33% from three, they'll win this game. But the good thing is, is Rutgers doesn't have their kryptonite. They're not a stretch five team, and that's what's been killing Michigan lately.
0: We're, so we really need Beeline to come in as a special advisor here and just, <laughs> just help the players get their shot back.
2: They, they'll they'll be fine next year. I'm not even this what? year. Whatever. Let's just get Josh Christopher and roll my, it. My biggest
0: hope is it. that is that <laughs> is that Beeline spends the summer working with the guys in between jobs. Doesn't get hired somewhere else. It's just living in Ann Arbor with his wife. He was at senior night. My parent. My parents yeah. were there. And and you know of course Beeline's treated like royalty and one of the suites. Um, I could see him between jobs just sticking around and doing the Urban Meyer thing where like, he's helping, but he's not helping, et cetera, et cetera. Pay that man all the money in the world to be like a, a hidden coach for yeah. Michigan. Barry Alvarez. It? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, uh, what about you, Steven? What you thinking?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably the best draw that Michigan could have gotten um, in the big 10 tournament. I mean, so, all right. Looking at Michigan side real quick, I'll just list off the teams. You got 13 seed Northwestern, 12 seed Minnesota, five seed Iowa, four seed Illinois. Obviously, one seed Wisconsin, and then obviously first round matchup against Rutgers. What do you think the highest rated Ken Palm team is Ooh. on Michigan side? You know what's really
0: funny is that like Wisconsin, Michigan. Being the, I think Wisconsin, It's Michigan. Wisconsin being the one seed like tells you hey. nothing about this conference at all. Like, Seriously, it, it tells you nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you have the seven seed Ohio State is ranked number eight in Ken Palm. <laughs> it's wild. Their seed, their yeah. seed is one off their national Ken Palm ranking, and then you got Michigan State at seven, and then you have Maryland also at eleven. So you have all those three teams. Those are the only three teams in Ken Palm rated higher than Michigan, and they're all on the other side of the bracket. So What's Michigan. Michi- Michigan is number sixteen right now. Okay. Sorry. It's he, really
0: funny. You could see that. I'm sorry. Steve, one second. The top, no, the okay. top twenty five, the AP top twenty five. If you are just throw a random dart at the board every, for every year that or every week during this year, uh, and you're like, oh, week eight, where was like Michigan State ranked? You'd be like, number one or number fifteen or out right. of the top twenty five. I don't know. Yeah. Same with yeah. Illinois. Same with Ohio State. You know, that's been the best part of the season. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's been awesome. And it's
1: great. It's crazy because you take the top 30 Ken Palm teams right now. And I'm sorry, I keep mentioning Ken Palm, but that's my uh, – I'm a disciple for it. That's how I choose all my – It's the gospel,
0: man. It's it's S&P Plus of college basketball.
1: Exactly. But you take take the top 30 teams from that, 11 of them are Big Ten teams. That's just insane from (gasps) –
0: It's beautiful, but you know it's going to happen. No Big Ten team is going to make the Final Four. Oh, that's a crazy thing.
1: That's a crazy thing because you have a little group, like the top group of Michigan State, Ohio State, and Maryland, which are 7, 8, and 11, respectively. Michigan kind of on its island at number 16. And then from 22 to 30 – You have seven teams. You have seven teams in that stretch. So that's, I mean, that proves why it's so crazy that Michigan, you know, that Michigan has kind of had an up and down season. And and you could say that about any of the Big Ten teams. I mean, Minnesota is 14 and 16 overall, and they're 29th in Ken Palm. They're not even going to make the tournament, and they're a top 30 Ken Palm team. They
0: they definitely had a chance a couple weeks ago to make the tournament. That's that's
2: because this league was like knives with guns attached to them playing on the road. (laughs)
1: It's <laughs> and yeah. You, it's had a, you had a
2: piece of string to defend yourself. Like, it's so
0: oh, it's so cool. The Big Ten, I mean, it's a trope in college basketball. Now with how the Big Ten has not won a has not won a national title since Michigan right. State in two thousand, but like regardless of the national title talk specifically, this conference is so consistently the best or the second best league in America when it comes to day in day out. You've got some of the best college coaches. Consistently, right? I mean, a Thad Mata, Tom is John Beeline, just the name three. Fran McCaffrey is at freaking Iowa, right? You yeah. know, you got a. Um, who's Nebraska's. Oh. Uh, uh, f- not Fred. Uh, Hoiberg. 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 Fred Hoiberg's at freaking Nebraska, right? Like, this is a fun league. It's such a fun league.
1: Yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Right it's up. weird. I love it. So I, I could see it going anyway, man. Like, I, I think they'll win against Rutgers. It's what? Is it, is it the only team that Michigan has beaten twice in the Big Ten this year? Maybe northwestern or some terrible oh, team nebraska, uh,
2: twice. Uh, nebraska there you go
1: that's what i'm thinking of
2: um, but no, no, uh, and i think they beat somebody else uh, not the
1: point yeah yeah yeah. but there's there's not many so Rutgers, you know being the the top ranked team that michigan has beaten twice i think is is confident to say um where you know it, it's the best draw but i could as easily as i could see michigan making the championship game i would not bat an eye if they lost the first round and you could have you know, an Iowa Michigan State final, an Iowa Ohio State final. I think you could see like a weird oh, it's you know, gonna five be. versus. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Dude, you so, could see like a Purdue Rutgers final. I don't know. So,
0: literally, any team could win the Big Ten Conference tournament this year. So, naturally, who are you guys going to pick to win the Big Ten Conference this year? Tournament <laughs> this year? Who? Who? Anthony, Stephen, who wants to go first?
1: Anthony take it.
2: All right. Um, For some reason, I just, I got a feeling Ohio State's going to win it. I have no idea why. I just have a feeling I can't explain it to you. Wesson's playing is, Caleb's playing is bought off. Um, And I don't know. I just feel like they're just going to hit some shots because they've been hitting big threes down the stretch here. And They ran into a buzzsaw, Cassius' senior night. I I mean, they lost that game, but I mean, who the hell didn't see that coming?
0: I mean, Cassius is... See, Cassius Winston is a special player. That's well,
2: another Yeah, day. I mean that goes without saying. Someone else's I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's gone. So, for sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure.
0: Hey, I, th- I think, I uh, think, if not a book, uh, a very long form uh, article is due about Cassius and Xavier Winston's, uh, Winston Xavier Simpson's <laughs> rivalry slash history. You know, they've crossed paths so often. You know, especially you know, thinking back as recruits. It was basically like this point guard slot is Cassius Winston's here to take at Michigan unless he doesn't want it. Um, and then Xavier Simpson kind of slipped in and took it. And that's how Cassius pretty much ended up at State. right? So, And and then Xavier dominates for the first year two years and then Cassius dominates for the last year and a half and then and then Michigan finally takes one back. I think it's a great... I mean, it would make for a great long-form article at the very least. Uh, regardless, that was long-winded. Uh, Anthony, you picked Ohio State. Stephen, who who are you picking?
1: Yeah, I'm g- probably g- going to choose Michigan State. They've had an insane four game stretch here. Um, it, it's crazy that in the quarterfinals, it'll you know probably be Ohio State versus Michigan State, the two seven wow. matchup, and that and that could be your your championship. What, what I, a
0: homer I, podcast! Jeez.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's <laughs> just one side. I yeah. mean, I think uh, I think if Illinois stays like stays the course they've had a rough stretch i could see them pulling it off they're like they're the most fun team to watch right now Wrong their athleticism is insane i've
0: got the right answer for you
1: okay hit it. hit me with it
0: it's and it's the most fun team but it's not illinois it's your university of iowa hawkeyes
1: it's just Garza, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I don't a think thing.
2: they had they, their bench is so kind
1: whoa, of they got some guys back, but their their bench is
2: depleted a little bit. they got some guys go. who are coming off injuries. I don't know if they can do th- four games or was it three games in three days. Here's that's the thing. Here's the
0: thing. They play fun basketball. They play high scoring oh, yeah. basketball. I'm not saying they don't. <laughs> They're one of those teams. If you catch fire in a bottle, what, is that the same? If you catch it is. If, okay, yeah. yeah. So you catch fire in a bottle. This is the team. If they come in, if they play their first game hot, they'll play the rest of the tournament hot. And this is a team. If they play hot, you're not beating them, unless unless you do something really really right the entire game. So one of those things like if it, during the Beeline era with Michigan, it was like if they hit their first three three pointers. There's just almost no chance to beat Michigan, right? If Duncan Robinson was feeling it from three, there's almost no chance to beat Michigan. Same with Nick Stauskas, same with Trey Burke to a certain extent, or, or Tim Hardaway Jr. That's what I feel like with Iowa. Like if they're hitting their shots, you're just not going to beat them. Thing is, it's a coin flip to whether they're hitting their shots or not. So, so I I mean, if I'm in Vegas, like I bet I I'm betting on Iowa, and, and I'm thinking there's a pretty good chance they could they could hit big. Just. It's March, man. If they hit their shots, it's it's big time.
1: David, give me give me your final 4. So let let's break it down by like our March 14th, we're going to have our semifinals, right? So you're you're choosing Iowa as one of those teams. What are the what are the other 3 teams in that final 4 for the Big 10 tournament?
0: Um let me see here. Okay, I got I'm looking at the tournament bracket from the mm-hmm. standpoint of days played. I'm not actually looking at a tournament bracket bracket. Uh, so, so it's taking a little mind bending. Here,
1: Anthony, that. Anthony, what? you answer yeah, that first. Sense.
2: Um, well, I don't have the bracket in
0: front of me because, oh,
1: uh, truth be told, yeah, I'm, I'm watching
2: uh, Wofford and uh, ETSU <laughs> on my tablet too. So, what's sorry, wrong guys. with? I'm you. good. I, are good. Are you? I just got I'm, you. Mad. I'm a college basketball addict, and there's a championship <laughs> game on right now, and I'm scouting for my bracket right now. You guys are degenerates. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we actually haven't met, so yeah, yeah I'm a college basketball just sick of man. <laughs> <laughs> I watch probably more. I I probably watch more college basketball. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I got you.
0: I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, okay. For me, you ready? My, my final four. Yes. If we're talking final four. Yes. I got Michigan,
1: okay. Iowa, yeah,
0: Michigan State, Maryland. Okay. So 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 I've got basically what it was. Iowa. I was the five. I've got the five seed. The nine seed. And then I've got the two-seed and the three-seed playing in the semifinals.
1: It's fair. There you go. All that's, right.
0: that's, that's, that's it for me. Because I think, I think Maryland's good. You know, Mar- Maryland has proven themselves. They are what they are. Mark Turdren is basically like a poor man's John Calipari. He doesn't, yeah. he, he's not the greatest recruiter, but he's a really good recruiter. He's, a, he's, yeah. not, he's not on Calipari's level as a recruiter, but he's sure as hell on Calipari's level as a coach. <laughs> He's That's fixing fair. those guys, right? So it's it's all talent for him, and they've got the talent this year. Yeah, Anthony, you got anything? How, how's yeah, I'm, the, How's I'm the pulling
2: the, it up right now? How, how's the
0: Wofford Terriers looking?
2: Ah, uh, well, they're down by five with point three left right now at uh, ETSU.
0: Is is Wafford have has Michigan played them once or twice in the tournament over the past decade? I, don't think, I remember they played Montana twice. Yeah, I know. The no, past two years, I don't,
2: years. They, I, don't even, I don't think they played Wofford. They definitely
0: played Wafford as a two seed, and Wafford was a fifteen seed, and I think it. W- I think it might have been the final four or the championship game. We were Trey Burke, if I remember correctly. Um, well, I remember drinking on the, the tournament
2: world. day, so my memory of who they played sometimes is a little hazy in those early That's games. That's right. That's
0: so. right. I, I <laughs> definitely. I specifically remember Wafford because I think I was working in Chattanooga at the time, and they're in the same conference in the SoCon. Um...
2: Okay, so I I got I got my final four. So I'm gonna go with uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Penn State, and Ohio State. Penn State, all right. I think uh, that's good. Lamar Stevens, you know, realize he's been kind of playing bad down the stretch, and it's Big Ten tournament. I think he's gonna have a you know like I gotta put up or shut up kind of time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a, I'm a senior. I gotta make I've already made my mark on Penn state. i've I think he's their second highest score in career score, twenty five hundred plus points, which is nuts. And I think he's just gonna come on like gangbusters. I mean, it's you get to that moment your senior year, you just need you know what I mean, these guys, when you're special players like he is, these all, you know remember all remember this guy team guys, you know what I mean for a university, especially one with barely, barely any history like Penn State. They tend to make a big run in the in like the conference tournament slash if they make the big dance. You know what I'm saying? You're not
0: wrong. You're not wrong. Here you go. Michigan has played Wofford uh, in 2014. Michigan was the two seed and Wofford was the 15 seed. Michigan won 40 to 57. Um, so it was the year after Trey Burke.
2: So Estoskus, the pick and roll, the killer death his yes. pick and roll. Is it Stauskas. was because
0: I remember because. Yep. I think
2: that was the Ken Palm number one offense team. Wa- yeah, Wofford
0: like played a rare funky zone that year. That were kind yeah. Of like, well, I remember now. I'm pretty sure Michigan might score like 25 points in the first half, and everyone was like, "Uh, uh oh." Okay,
1: I remember that now. Worked
0: out. Things worked out. Yeah. Anyway, fun
1: fun stuff from that game. Wofford was one for 19 from three point land. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: great. Oof. Yeah, you ain't winning that way.
0: So it sounds mm-hmm. like Michigan might have ran a funky zone. That That's true. Well. I'm, I swear that game was... Uh, like, they,
2: they were they were already switched to man-to-man by 2014. Oh, well, I swear... Uh, yeah, I know,
0: I'm know. just being sarcastic. Uh, I swear Michigan, that game was like an eleven fifteen tip-off game. That was one of those games where like, you didn't stay up, even if you're a Michigan fan to watch it. Yeah, right. <laughs> speak Talk for yourself,
1: I, man. I, I, I was gonna
2: say I take the Friday of the tournament off every year with my best friend. Yeah, and, do and you make it to eleven.
0: You make it to eleven fifteen to see Michigan play Wofford. I guess yes, you know,
2: especially. Yeah. Do, you eat and you drink. You eat and you drink. You gotta fuel
1: and you know. You're, I, you're I, talking. I to, you're ahead. talking about a guy right now who's watching Wofford and who is at East Tennessee State. East Tennessee he's East on East. the yeah. podcast right now and he's not staying up to watch Wofford against Michigan. That's
0: fair. Come That's on. Fair. So, all right, guys. <laughs> So, NCAA tournament time is the the time to watch just a ton of sports in one condensed weekend, two condensed weekends. W- what are you guys doing to watch the NCAA tournament? Is it go to a bar, you know, something like a very expensive Buffalo Wild Wings, a very cheap college bar, UTC? uh you staying at home putting all the TVs together, uh, all the tablets together, Going to a friend's house. What's the move, guys? Anthony, where, where are you going?
2: Well, my best friend Bird and I—we have a tradition. This is like I think our tenth or eleventh year, maybe even twelfth year. Who the hell cares how long it's been? It's been forever. Uh, that it's the first Friday of the tournament. We don't do the Thursday because we both have day jobs, so we can get out and he. This is our. We do the family stuff that day. Watch tournaments, but you know, hang out with our families. And then Saturday, we just. Or that Friday, I'm sorry. We always just go out and bar hop, two drink maximum at a place, and we Uber place to place. Oh, we like just, that. that's uh, a
0: smart man right there. Yeah,
2: yeah. And we, try to, we try to watch uh, a game at a different bar for, like, the, at least the first three games. And then we usually end up back at my house because uh, if anybody follows me on Twitter, at Ant underscore Troya, I often tweet out sometimes my setup. I have two tablets and two TVs going in my basement on for tournaments and, like, college football Saturdays and stuff like that, so... Uh, that's where we usually end up because you got to be able to control the TVs at the end of the night when they start
0: playing more games at once.
2: So that's
1: it.
0: What about you, Steven?
1: Uh, man, I'm just hanging out at home and cause I need, I need to have my brackets in front of me. I need to actually look at Great brackets yeah, man. I have multiple brackets. Oh, no. I'm
2: just, messing, oh. I'm just messing with you. I'm Ooh. just messing with you. I do two, too. I do one homer with Michigan and one realistic one.
1: That's fair. I, I do probably upwards of three or four because it depends. Like, I have different groups of my friends, Uh, like a company one. I have, like, a family one as well. So I I try to be the same level of bold in all of them so that it's not, like, I don't like to hedge my bets, so my big one a couple of years ago, I chose uh, Loyola to the Elite Eight, and right. that was my big. So I won every bracket. Humble brag on the podcast. Right. <laughs> but, oh well, oh, uh, Chicago. Yeah. Oh,
0: I, oh, I, I well, seen, You got the inside like, track. I, the, that's, the, I mean, that's where you live,
2: dude.
1: Right? You can yeah. All my news and stuff. Yeah, oh, that makes Joe. sense. <laughs> so he, he
0: so, talked with uh, was it Jane, Mary Jane, Mother Jane, Mother Teresa? Right? Oh, we're we're, we're so sister close, Jane. Sister, sister, Jane. <laughs>
1: sister Jean, sister Jean, get her right. Yeah, Come sister, on. Jean. Come sister on. Jean. Come on, I don't know, whatever.
2: She, she was annoying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so I'll have a couple brackets. But yeah, I need I need to be at home, um, with all my different games on. I'll have anywhere five to six games as many as I can up at the same time, and uh, and yeah, it's a good time.
0: There we go. I think I think that's that's a smart way to be. I definitely tablets slash TVs at home. Same way I would set up for college football Saturdays, except for like for the tournament, especially that first Thursday and Friday. Um, I, at least back in the college days, I would definitely get five or six TVs together. Yeah. Just start drinking. Yep. Uh, yeah. Not so much anymore. But as soon as I get home, two or three TVs, start, start watching them all. Got to watch them all.
1: it's like christmas man
0: it is like christmas it's the best
2: it's it's your birthday christmas fourth everything all just rolled into one i I love the tournament man. for
0: american sports i don't think there's a better weekend period
2: no the opening weekend is just opening weekend in college uh,
0: football is is up there
1: that's second i think that's yeah
2: but i don't know opening day because uh i don't know
1: uh i'm
2: assuming you're a cubs fan
1: yeah. Uh, I right. I moved to Chicago from okay. Detroit. But, so okay. I, I, I root day.
2: for the co- Tigers opening day is a party. So opening that, day is like a week that, long. That's, that's actually second for me after the tournament. and It is funny cuz they're like back to back. So oh. That's a party. and Opening day is just great. So Yeah.
0: yeah. It's but like baseball has, is spread across a week, two weeks now. Uh sure. something like if you but it is in Detroit it's a fun one. Um well, it used to be fun before they sucked. I guess being 0 is zero, <laughs> like always Yeah, against. but that's the
2: only fun game anymore, so... <laughs> Actually, I
0: remember 2003, 2004, when they are the worst... When The first time they are the worst team in baseball history. Um, was it Chris Shelton who hit 10 home runs in 10 games to start the season? That was
2: that was 5 That was a couple years 05, after that. Yeah,
0: it was the start of the Granderson era. Um, yeah. Anyways. Short, short-lived. <laughs> My boy Granderson... That that's a whole another topic there. Yeah, I I think the opening weekend for college basketballs and is the best, bar none. The five twelve upsets, which we're we're destined to be in upset territory this year, seeding wise. Um, uh,
1: I think we're okay right but, now. We're look we're looking at what a six seed, I think. So probably seven, I'd say. If they beat Rutgers, you could probably get yeah, the six, yeah.
2: That's, that's I'd say that's six, not, seven, but probably a seven. Definitely not that's upset territory that's what
0: whatsoever. I mean, no,
2: not really. I mean, you're still out, you're still in line to see a one event sooner than later, which is not good. But
0: oh, I mean, I,
2: this is the year to see a one, though.
0: But you don't you don't want to be a five, six, or a seven seed because that's like you're just asking to face a competent mid major. Yeah, right, that's, yeah, that's fair yeah
1: fair enough but but man if michigan had the draw that they're in with uh, joe lunardi's bracketology right now oh. man they they would be sitting pretty cuz right now they're i think they're the last 6 seed but they're uh the 11 seed would be east tennessee state which i think is i think they like fit- right
0: now they just beat Wofford, yeah. actually i think they
1: just- <laughs> no no <laughs> wow. they're not the game
2: hasn't ended yet but they have to win. I'm pretty sure to be in. I mean, maybe he's assuming they'll win.
0: There's there's, there's no at-large SOCON teams making it. No, Germany,
2: no. So. You've got to win this game right here. That's why That's I want <laughs> That's fair.
0: That's
1: but, fair. But they're around, like, 50 or 60. They, they have a good – I think they only have four losses on the season. Yeah, they're 56th. Yeah.
2: They, they've been good this year. I've, I've seen them play earlier in the year. They, they've they've, been a good team.
1: Yeah. So – but, I mean, compared to other 11 seeds, you know, like UCLA is kind of in oh, the same I area. Take, I
0: would take – playing ETSU over UCLA any day. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, you same don't with, want like, Stanford.
2: defense, man. You don't want any of that smoke in yeah. a tournament.
1: Right. So, and then if Michigan, you know, has that matchup, the second round matchup would be the winner of Villanova and Colgate. And, I mean, Villanova, you look at the other three seeds. The other three seeds right now are, like, Duke, Michigan State. Both Duke and Michigan State are number five and number seven in Kempom. You look at Villanova – and they're all the way down – where are they? They're they're right at like 18, so right around Michigan's rank as well. So for a three seed, that's about the best you can get I would, t-
0: I would take yeah. that over in a tournament. I'd, oh, I'd, yeah. Storylines would be great, TV ratings. Would be well, great.
1: I'd
2: love to see uh, Xavier Simpson and Connor Gillespie match up. That'd be fun. Two. I think Gillespie's a senior, right? Either way, two upperclassmen guards battling out. I think that would yeah. be pretty fun. Two crafty guards. Two guys too. who were
0: in the national title well,
2: game. Hey, Gillespie is. Have you, you guys seen him play this year at all? That dude, he, he finds his way underneath the basket and somehow gets these layups up. It's it's crazy. to do. Yeah, I haven't seen him, but, but
0: I do have to say the Big East. He's got an old man game, basically. The Big East gets on national television as well as any conference.
2: Well, they signed the Fox deal. pretty much the it's same gr- on the Big Ten has. It's almost. great.
0: I mean, I, they're always on my TV. I mean, Georgetown <laughs> is always on my TV. Marquette's always but on my TV. love it. It's awesome. It's great. It's great. I mean, I've ESPN Plus, so I can see most teams that I want to see. But like, when it comes to I've Sling, and they're always they're always pushing the Big East, and I've really yep. enjoyed watching Marquette play, Georgetown play. You know, Villanova. It's a fun they, yeah.
2: They're not. I'm a I'm a little older than you guys, but I, when I was a kid, man, Big East.
0: Was, oh yes, you're not. Uh, you're not that much older than us. The Big no, East no, know, has always been. I'm just saying, conference. like, I mean.
2: When I was, like, in high school in the late 90s, uh, I graduated in 01. Like, dude, Big East at that time was
0: just oh, dude. crazy. Oh, hold up for a second. because crazy. My my freshman year of college <coughs> was the Kemba year. The Kemba. Oh, yeah, there, there's fun. not many. Super fun. There's not many more iconic college, purely college basketball players or college basketball runs. I mean, he's had a great NBA career. But, like, when you say Kemba, you instantly think, like, take over college basketball, no doubt. Six about games, it. six
2: days in the Big East tournament, and then yeah. going on, and then winning seven more games and winning the national. And literally and...
0: just carrying the team. I mean, just oh, yeah. carrying the team on his back. The Dude, he was Atlas, man. <laughs> is, is there anyone who who's the most likable non-Michigan college basketball player for you guys that you can remember in your life? Because for me, Kemba might be talking about
2: tur- like tournament time. Because uh, I'm saying,
0: period, college basketball player okay. who you've seen. Yeah. Kempa's like number one for me solidly. Is there is there anyone for you guys that you can think of? as like two your your own favorite player.
2: Yeah. Uh Jay Williams okay. from Duke. Fair? Bad. That, uh, that, that that
0: your senior year of high
2: school. Bad dude. <laughs> If he didn't get hurt, he was, a, he was a Hall of Fame NBA player. That dude was legit. He was like yeah.
0: Derrick Rose if he didn't get hurt before Derrick Rose he got was hurt. Yeah. He was better.
2: He was Derrick Rose with a 40% three-point shot yeah, yeah. in college. That dude was crazy.
1: I remember watching – I'm I'm partial to D Brown, man. That guy was yeah. amazing. Ooh, Illinois. That guy was amazing to watch Illinois, back when D Illinois – Yeah,
2: He was dunking on everybody, man. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, he was a fun player. But I think, like, if we're going by team – that Florida Gulf Coast team was amazing. Ooh. That was like my favorite team ever. Cause okay. that was also a team that I picked. I used to do only one bracket and I picked them to the Sweet 16, I remember. And, and just losing my mind at their their style of, of game. Cause I watch, I, I commit myself to watch like 10 minutes of every lower seed. So like from 12 to you know, however to like 15 seeds, I'll watch 10 minutes of each of their games. And Florida Gulf Coast was doing that to everybody, just like insane throughout the year. And I was just like, like these guys are like insane. Like they're the funnest team. And their win, man, who did they upset round one? Or maybe it wasn't. It was later on, but there was an alley oupe to you some Kentucky or
2: something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't. It it sounds like it sounds right, but I'm not sure. Uh,
2: but I'll go, I'll go, I'll uh, my first instinct in my is mind. usually right. <laughs> my, my first instinct is usually right. I want to say it was Kentucky.
1: Yeah. But anyways, yeah, they were
2: lobbing it all over. Oh, and That was
1: crazy. Just insane. <laughs> and like the most athletic white dudes in the world. Like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> these guys
2: looked like those, they wouldn't be able to do it. white dudes.
1: Also, best Exactly. Best
0: also, best college campus.
2: It's on a it's beach. It's literally a beach. yeah. It's on a beach.
0: beach. It's li- it's yeah, on a beach.
2: beach. Like their campus is like the the buildings. There's like a beach. It's like a beautiful sandy beach. Like you just walk out like. Oh crap, it's like if Zach Morris went to went to college, that's where he would have went.
1: But like right. that place. All right, I'm in. It was, <laughs> yeah. I'm going back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going yeah. Back school. School. Their their baseball their baseball program figured out the key to success way before the basketball program did, by basically being like, Hey, baseball bros, come play baseball on a beach. Sure. Yeah, it was yeah. That was terrible. Not a bad game <laughs> at all. Not bad. Alright, guys. All right, let's uh let's see. Five more minutes.
2: You wanna talk about like the Big Ten first team and all that stuff?
0: Yeah, well give me a quick rundown, Anthony. Big okay. Ten, all conference honors, uh, and then any I'll just thoughts? mention the first team
2: and then uh, any Michigan stuff. Yep. Basically. Uh, first team, Luca Garza, Stick Smith, Cassius Winston, Lamar Stevens, and Ayo Desumu and Anthony Cowan Junior split a vote. Uh Player of the Year Garza. Defensive player of the year, Xavier Tillman. Uh, Xavier Simpson was third team. Livers was – I'm sorry, Xavier Simpson was second team. Livers was third team. And uh, Franz was all-rookie, all-freshman. So, there you go.
0: Franz, you think he's going to be first team, second team next year? Where, where does Franz find mm-hmm. First team. First team. Solidly best not,
2: player on
0: the team. That's not a question.
2: Uh, no, because if they end up with Christopher, he'll be the best player on the team.
1: Ooh, that's, oh, that's, man, bo- man no. I, I don't, mm, I think, I think Franz, I think Franz is like debatably the second best player on the team right now.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I just have a hard time. I mean, Christopher's a talent. Have but you I seen think, the highlights, man? <laughs> dude, I try not to. I gotta, I gotta see it on paper before I actually write him in. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I, if I'm putting money on it, uh, Wagner. But if I'm like, Hoping with all of my hopes, then yeah, like Christopher or like Isaiah Todd, if he somehow doesn't go to Europe. But um,
2: I don't think no, I don't think he. From uh, what Terrence Williams said, and I heard this through Sam Web, and you guys know Sam is usually pretty right on this kind of stuff. He said that uh, the recruits are pretty sure that Todd's coming. So yes, yeah. that's that's the scuttlebutt with the with the guys who are committed.
0: Hey, hey, Stephen, who is the freshman of the year?
1: Freshman of the year. Yeah. Next year?
0: Nope, this year. I just want I just want you to tell me who the freshman of the year was.
1: Uh, the dude from uh, from Illinois.
0: Yeah, it's what's his name? I, I can't remember.
1: I'm, <laughs> is it Coburn? I don't ah, I don't know how you ah, say yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's Coburn. You're right. <laughs> it, it, it reads it reads a little differently, David. Is that really? It does. Is, is it, it really is? It's Kofi Co- Coburn.
0: There's no way his name is not pronounced it Coburn. Is.
1: It is. Where is he
0: from?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not sure where he's from. Actually, I don't, I don't even know. It um, but yeah, mean. it's it's Coburn. I, I would go. I would have went by Coburn too if I was him. Although yeah. he is huge, so I guess it really wouldn't matter. That's true. I doubt anybody's making fun of that guy. But yeah,
0: believe it or not, I, ha- I haven't actually called any Illinois games, even when they played Michigan. I'm not pronouncing it Coburn. I refuse to.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you though, watch watch Illinois. Like they're they're, they're my fun funnest team to watch and I love their coach too. I am a huge I I do have a lot of coworkers uh who are from they went to University of Illinois, so I am partial to that, but man, I I'm excited for that program overall.
2: I yeah, agree. they are AO AO is fun. It's going to be fun watching him in the NBA next year. AO is a fun ass player to watch. Man. What's his
1: what's his projected uh draft stock looking like right now? Uh
2: last I saw was uh, late first round early second round, but I got a feeling he's going to tear up the combines cuz that dude's crazy athletic.
1: Yeah. I mean and he's what like a 6-5, like he 6-5. Yeah. Hard. He yeah. He's, he's-
2: Rangy, he's he's like six five. I think his wingspan, he's like six eight, six nine, something. Like that. So he's a yep. rangy point guard.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm excited for him.
2: Did, yeah, did, I'm ha- I, he he's a great player. I can't. Hey man, if you slip to the second round of the Pistons. I'll take it.
1: That's you, true.
0: Do we figure out where Kofi Coburn is from?
1: <laughs> You're on the hunt, man. <laughs> yeah, You're trying to catch me, trying to get me to say some naughty words He's on from the Jamaica. <laughs> he's from
0: Jamaica. That's amazing. Yeah. Seven foot tall, two hundred ninety pounds.
2: <sighs> I bet you he's got a good jerk chicken recipe. Somebody should get that. Yeah,
0: there's I. There, there's just so much to say right there. Holy cow!
2: I, dude, I love <laughs> jerk chicken, man. That sounds awesome. I
0: Are mean, you very intimidated by his last name? <laughs> all right, all all right. get out We're of ramping. here. All right, <laughs> <We're ramping. laughs> all, right. all right, my friends. All right, my friends. It's good to talk. uh, It's a great episode of the podcast, I do believe. Final thoughts. You got 30 seconds, Anthony, and then we'll switch to Steven. uh, And I don't think I have anything, but Anthony, what's up? 30 seconds. All
2: right. uh, Final thoughts. Uh, I think Franz, if he didn't break his wrist, probably could have played his way into uh, freshman year. He sure as hell tried down the end. Franz, really, really. Impressed the hell out of me this year. He was a much better defender than I thought he was going to be. I knew he could defend, but I didn't think he could defend this well. His hands are everywhere. And uh, I just think the future's bright.
0: I like it. Steven Gatling?
1: Yeah. Uh, Michigan, and this is a hot take. Piper yes. hot take. Michigan will either lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament or make it to the Elite Eight. Nice. Calling
0: it. Wow! Wow! There's yeah. a lot of scuttlebutt in between there.
2: All, all I heard was Michigan's making the Elite Eight. That's
1: <laughs> all I heard.
0: <laughs> I, I would say it's, I, I would love to see a Sweet 16 run. We'll see how the other bracket turns out. Let's talk next week, guys. This, around this time, yeah. uh, selection committee decides. Bracket should be settled. Yeah, yeah.
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. That, that way we can uh, get an afternoon or an evening to digest it too. You know.
0: Sounds good. All right, boys. Good episode here on the MGo Fish podcast. Uh, follow Anthony Troya at Ant Troya. Is that it? Ant M- underscore Troya. Ant underscore Troya. T R O I A. Follow mm-hmm. Steven on Twitter at Stephen Tosky. You uh, got it. Follow MGO Fish podcast at MGO Fish. Tell later, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Have a good one. Go blue. Go blue. Go
1: blue. Go blue.